0: Hello, and welcome to our HelpMyWebsiteSell.com business-boosting training program on how to speed up and simplify your product launches in five easy steps. Today, I'm very honored to have with us our special guest expert, Skip Weissman, the workplace communication expert. So, Skip, how are you doing today?
1: Doing great, Adam. Thanks for having me.
0: Great, 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 and thank you for being here. This means so much to me, and uh, we're going to have an outstanding experience, and I'm looking forward to learning your secrets to how you so very quickly get products and services launched. I've seen you. You are a launch machine. That's the only way I really know how to describe it. You are a launch machine, and we're going to talk about some specific examples of that as we dive into this, but before we get started, uh, let me just do a little bit of quick housekeeping. Um, You are here on our HelpMyWebsiteSell.com business-boosting teleseminar. This is part of a series of teleseminars with with featured guest experts on different topics based on what you, our listeners, requested through our recent HelpMyWebsiteSell.com community survey. These calls are designed to help you increase your website conversions, simplify your website technology, and make more money now. And to help you do that, we're going to approach the general topics of website conversions and simplifying your technology from a number of different angles so you can see different perspectives and get a wide range of information that can help you grow your business over time. Uh, For those of you who are on the live call, uh, there is a webcast available, and I know the majority of people who are listening right now are, in fact, on the webcast, and that's great. So just go ahead and listen in. And for those of you on the live call and also for those of you on the recording, um, you should have access to a handout that you can use to grab those quick – writer-downers you may capture as we go through the content and as you discover what we have to share about how to speed up and simplify your product launches. So if you're on the live call, just go to www.mybusinessboost.com forward slash July17details. That's www.mybusinessboost.com. Slash July 17 details. And we've had a number of emails go out to those who registered that have that link in it. So just go ahead and grab that link and pull down the PDF and print that out and you'll have that at your fingertips so you can jot down the things that come to you during the call. Also bear in mind that there will be a replay and the recording will be available for download for everybody who pre-registered for the call, so you will not miss a thing. Furthermore, this call will be transcribed. And as soon as the transcription is ready and formatted, we'll make that available to you as well. So with that, Skip, are you ready to dive in? Let's go. All right, Okay. Uh, And just as a quick reminder to everybody, uh, thank you, first of all, for those of you who pre-registered and submitted your question in advance. In formulating the questions for Skip, I used some of the early questions that were submitted as a guide. So you may find, as we go through the initial interview with Skip, that your questions get answered. In fact, I hope that we'll accomplish that for many of you. And we'll have a few minutes here. We'll be able to answer a few of your questions. I know Skip has some special gifts for you just for showing up on the call, and uh, there are also some opportunities if you want to explore the opportunities that we're, and the knowledge we're sharing with you further. So question number one, Skip, you and I have known each other for a long time. You've been a customer, customer of ours for over two years, and I've always known you to be a massive action guy. Hmm. Still, I was stunned when you told me this one day, this is about two or three months ago, that you were planning to start working on a website because you wanted to really amp up your public speaking and get a lot more gigs and a lot more exposure for 2012. So I'm thinking, oh, it's great. Skip's going to do a public speaking website. This is awesome. 24 hours later, it was live. <laughs> okay, I've I, I got to ask because any website like that, particularly a public website, speaking website like yours that has videos and the the meeting planners area and the testimonials and the upcoming events and all that can be pretty detailed how did you get it done so quick what made it so easy for you
1: well uh, thanks for noticing adam it was really funny um you know this may sound contrite but uh, i was stunned that it came together that quickly too you know uh you know when we first started working together you know you, two, two and a half, three years ago, whenever it was, you know, you turned me on to WordPress themes and then you showed me this optimized press thing and Yeah, I'd been gradually playing around with it, you know, for six or eight months and got some landing pages and those one those one page landing pages sales letter sites that you showed me to do and those are relatively easy. And then one day I was just sitting around playing you know, playing inside and I saw that you could actually put together a full-blown website because it had a, a button where I could click to actually set up a regular menu bar like you'd have on a full website. Right. And and so I started playing with that, and clicked on the button or whatever, and then I started just dropping in just menu pages that just said like page one, page two, page three to build a menu. And I said, wow, this like this looks really cool. This looks like it's a real website. It's got the little menu buttons, you know, across the the top and everything. And then so maybe I can create a website out of this. So after I saw that was working I just went back and I sort of started, you know, just to sort of hand write out the topics I wanted, like you had said, meeting planners, you know, uh testimonials and video samples and stuff and I created those headers and I just went back in and edited them and it was really so easy to do. You know, I think within twenty four hours I was able to have most of the the formatting of the site done. You know, based on the header that you had given me, I could upload real easily in the background and stuff. Um, And then probably in another 24 hours, I had all the content up. And so over a weekend by Monday, it was pretty much 90% done. Um, So I was really – I was as amazed as you were as how easy it it came together. Um, And, you know, I think as with most websites, you know, I think – you know, sometimes, at least from my perspective, it's it's the content that takes longer than anything. You know, it's just figuring out what you want, where you want it to go, how you want it to flow, but the sort of the just the functionality of it with the menus, this op you know, uh, WordPress and optimized press stuff is it, it's really easy to do.
0: Right. Right, right, right. And a lot of our listeners have a lot of questions about optimized press. That's why I've featured in some of the recent Tuesday technology tips. And I just get a lot of questions about optimized press. I think it's one of the best themes out there if you're doing things like sales letters, landing pages, and websites that have one specific direct conversion goal. And I think it's really great that you're able to get your hands on the technology and really make that happen for you very quickly. I also noticed that a lot of the content you have on your public speaking website, which is skipweissmanspeaks.com, is uh, it comes from other websites you have, such as WorkplaceCommunicationExpert.com, which is your primary website. So would you also say that being able to go back to some of your other websites and some of the other things you've already written helps simplify your ability to generate content quickly?
1: Oh, without a doubt. You know, every time we do this stuff, we sort of get this, this mindset or this thinking, I've got to recreate the wheel, I've got to create new stuff. But, you know, it's all about repurposing, you know, stuff you've already done and just maybe tweak it here or there, you know. But, you know, I, if you go to those two websites, dot and, and WorkplaceCommunicationExpert.com, you'll you'll see some of the same videos that, that I've posted, um, some with testimonials, some my own speaking. Uh, but they really, you know, cross-pollinate and they, they reinforce and support each other. And so you right. can definitely cross uh uh, you know, repurpose stuff and cross-pollinate uh, your content that way, and and pick and choose the stuff that's most appropriate for, you know, this other website to, that you want off your main one. Certainly.
0: Right, 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 right. And I like the fact that you picked a domain like SkipWeismanSpeaks.com. That really helps you drill down into what it is that the website is about. Because you really don't need to try and get everything into one website. You can have multiple websites. I have. A couple websites of my own. I've helped my website sell.com. I have mybusinessboost.com, and I have a couple others for these types of specific promotions and things along those lines. But I I like how you're able to go back to your existing resources, your existing content, because I have found that one of the biggest impediments to getting a website launched is the content. I mean, design is often relatively simple, and I see so many projects. And back when I used to be in the web development game, Getting the template done was relatively the easy part. It's just all the time getting the content in. Believe me, content takes time. So if you already have that formatted and you can just uh, repurpose and edit for another website or another launch or another product, man, that cuts down your time dramatically. I, I would say, and tell me if I'm wrong, isn't that not one of the biggest things you have going for you with SkipWeissandSpeaks.com is a lot of these materials already exist, so you're able to pull it, I don't want to say quite out of thin air, but you were able to grab a little here, grab a little there, write a little bit of this, put a little bit of that together, and voila, there you go.
1: Exactly. Now, on, on workplacecommunicationexpert.com, which is the main site that you know brought us together originally that you created for me, there is a sure. a speaking tab. Yeah. Well, that had its own page that had my own speaking content and everything. And then I said, well, I don't need that tab anymore once I did Skip Weisman speak. So I right. redirected that tab. So it goes to Skip Weissman speaks, and people now get a full-blown website on my speaking instead of that just just that one page. So yeah, you just repurpose stuff, you move it around, you tweak it a little bit. Most people, I think, if they've got one website, have enough content, you know, that they can take and make a sub, you know, page out of it um, by just tweaking it a little bit and making it a special and unique, uh, unique offer or unique product from it. Certainly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Great. So when you launch a website, what tools and resources do you usually have lined up and ready before you even get started?
1: Well, you know, there's all sorts of back-end stuff that that can be overwhelming and daunting for some people that don't don't understand the process, just like it was for me until you sort of showed me the way. But, you know, I I have a folder that's basically my WordPress theme template folder. I think we call it Mini Site Master or whatever you called it. So I've got that. That's got the template in it. It's got... The bunch of plugin files that you selected that were most important for the functionality, so sure. um, and that's all basically in this one folder. That's a simple, simple upload to my hosting account once I've set up the domain uh, in in the hosting company. Now, you know, I use GoDaddy to get my domains, and that's either you know good or bad, whatever you think of them in their in their commercials, but and the way they market themselves. But to me, it's been very easy to go there. But um, but I basically take buy the domain. You know, I get it in my account, then I have to um, uh, just change the DNS settings, you know, to go to the – to be directed into the uh, the new hosting account, transfers sure. over. And once that's set up, I just upload the files, and voila, <laughs> it's virtually <laughs> ready to go, except for a few tweaks, you know, and a few buttons I have to click uh, in Optimize Press uh, to uh, activate the theme. But it's – you know, I – I don't want to try and make oversimplify this, but it is relatively simple once you have these steps in place. So, right, you, know, right. you know, I use, you know, I use the hosting company. I got my domain company. I have my own special folder that I use for uploading. That's really the same all the time. I just have to change one little, uh, one little file, uh, the config file, that changes with each website. Sure. Uh, and it's it's a real simple transfer to set these things up. And, uh, you know, there's three or four little tools that bring it all together. It's not you know, not as complicated as you make it think. And I can't believe I'm using all these terms. I'm talking this way. I sound like I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. But two years ago, I would have been, you know, as ignorant as anybody.
0: Right, 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 right. Th- yeah, the reason I asked you this question is it was, it was sort of inspired by a question asked by one of our listeners, Elaine Holmes in Mableton. And she was asking if this process is complicated for the website beginner, and what it sounds to me like is you're saying that, you know, at first there was a little bit of a learning curve, but once you kind of get it down pat and you kind of have your step one, step two, step three, and you're just kind of working your way through it, it really isn't all that complicated at all because, see, the way I would do this if it were me, and tell me your thoughts on this, of course, is I would look for ways to reduce the amount of thinking I have to do. I mean, if it's going to be the same Mm -hmm. damn thing over and over again, I'm going to look for places I don't have to think. Yep. Right, right, right. Without so, so to me, yeah, that would help to reduce the reduce the complication, particularly if you're a beginner. And you made a great comment there, Skip, about how you're using these terms like config files and DNS <laughs> and all that. That a lot of people who are very seasoned internet marketers <laughs> couldn't tell you what the hell they mean, and here you are <laughs> using them. So uh, it, that that should show it's really not all that complicated once you get it down pat.
1: Yeah, you know, this may sound contrite and, and, you know, everybody always says this stuff and I never thought I'd be the one saying this, but, I mean, if if I can do this, really anybody can do it. And it is just a matter of understanding four or five simple steps to make it happen and then just a small, very small investment of time to get this up and running. You know, it's to the point now where I can get one of these one-page landing page things done in two hours. You know, most of that is just waiting for the for the DNS settings to transfer.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's very that's very true. I made the point once. I decided uh, I decided once I, I needed to write a series of articles, and I just did not have time to sit down and write these. Uh, in fact, we have one of our we have one of our uh, people in the audience right now. Uh, it's Al in Pasadena. He's asking how to launch and with who a website that furthers my brand, and how to launch a blog and knowing what type of content that he can import to it. Now you've partially answered that question because uh, you state that when it comes to building all these new websites, in many cases you can go back and repurpose things you've already done. Now, to my point, in terms of how to get how to use this technology to launch something quickly, to get a landing page up quickly because you can use a landing page to promote a teleseminar like the one we're on right now. I, I just said or was about to say I had six or seven articles I needed to write. So rather than try and stare at a screen and figure out when I'm ever going to find the time to write all these, I just decided to host a teleseminar. Right? This was a <laughs> Sunday afternoon, so I set up my DNS and my GoDaddy and my hosting and everything, went to dinner, came back, it was ready, zipped up WordPress and Optimized Press, and jotted out a landing page, and voila, there you go.
1: It's that simple. It really is. You know, once right. you're once you uh, understand those four or five steps, it's, it's, it is it's it is very simple to do.
0: Yep, you have quite a process lined up. And before we uh, dive into our next question, I'd also like to highlight that it's not only landing pages that you've gotten very proficient at launching. It's also complete training programs with the membership site associated.
1: Yeah, we got started – about a year and a half ago with with a membership site which is called the confident leaders training camp.com sure and you know once we got again that initial thing set up and I've been setting up uh I have two or three other ones now inside that uh, that membership site that that's you know a different level than the full program uh, I've got right. one going on right now which is called the leadership communication mastery series uh that's the sort of the lowest level in the, in the membership site and that that launched last November, and I've got about 35 people enrolled in that program, and uh, it's, a, right. it's a 10-month training program. Um, and so, yeah, that's uh, that's also been part of this. And again, I use the landing pages and the sales pages to market the program, and then when people enroll, they get enrolled into, uh, you know, into the membership site, which is again, which is again a uh, you know a WordPress uh, WordPress site through uh, through Optimized Press.
0: Right, 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 right. So, in a few in a few minutes here, we're really going to dive into the part that's really exciting to me about this because it's great to talk about technology, but we also have this issue of um, internal communications and how you get people aligned around your purpose so that you can get these launches done faster and easier. But uh, you've been touching on it in your past few comments, and I know people are jonesing for this. We got to know uh, there. There's basically a five-step process you follow to do a launch like that we touched on this a little bit by having your folders ready and knowing how to just upload things but uh, you know just tell me the five steps or six steps or whatever it is that you would do to launch one of these training programs
1: okay uh, you know I mean the first thing obviously you have to create the product or the program that that you want it really starts with okay what is it that I'm selling or marketing what am I going to create what's the product going to be and for me it's usually based on some client case studies that have a, a common theme or you know as you said you know maybe you write a series of blog articles on one one topic that seems to resonate and it comes around a theme and usually what I'll do is I, out of that I'll create like a white paper report that I can use as the first sort of list builder that first free enticing offer for the white paper um, and again that's sort of based on client case studies or, or something that I've noticed um, and actually just for this for some other reason, but also for this this program as an example, I created one that I'm uh, going to be launching next week, um, and this this free teleclass is called "Avoiding the Five Critical Mistakes of Small Business Leadership." And those five mistakes were all mistakes that I've been recently talking to my clients and prospects about, and they seem to be coming up regularly more and more. So I thought I'd put something together to to help small business leaders or small companies, you know, between three you know, three to five employees on up to maybe fifty employees and it's really perfect for that. So first thing you gotta do is you gotta have the product. Right uh, and look look within your expertise as to what it is that would be of highest value uh, and and put that out there. And then so you create the first level of of whatever that list building thing is to bring people into the into the funnel to, to market to. Uh, right. And, and from there what I'll do is I'll create the the sales letter that we're talking about to reflect uh, you know, that program and really what I, it's so easy to do with the optimized press stuff is I can actually, uh, you know, sort of duplicate a previous page. Yeah. You know, so I duplicate that and then I just start editing that page to reflect whatever this, this new program name is or whatever the curriculum might be or I add some new testimonials and, and you just really tweak it a little bit. Uh, and you update the, you know, the the custom form so that people can opt into the new autoresponder that's associated to this white paper or whatever uh, or the teleseminar. And then you schedule, uh, as I'm getting ready to do a series of teleseminars, to get those subscribers uh, to opt in to this new launch list. And actually, I'm doing one this Friday. I'm doing another one on July 31st and another one on August 9th. That's starting this engine to to energize for this new uh new program I'm offering and uh so that's that's sort of the third step and then then you just go out and you heavily promote the thing you know um, the the teleseminars now my subscription list is up over 5300 and it started this year at around 3000 um, and, you know, I do it just through primary social media accounts like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I right. uh, create some joint venture partnerships with some some colleagues and some other people I trust. And this one I'm doing now, I actually have two regional chambers of commerce that believe so strongly in this value that I have for small business leaders that they're going to be uh, endorsing it and doing blast emails recommending it to their members. So that's how you sort of got to create this this buzz about your product, and to get the, uh, you know, the people to start opting in, and this is the first time I've been able to get like a live, you know, real live chamber of commerce interested in my work. It, to me, right. it's, a, it's a no-brainer. Uh, but they're so this is now going outside of, you know, so to speak, the the internet marketing world. I'm now actually going to the real business world to, right, uh, to get people to to pay attention. But I'm going to bring them into the internet marketing world for once. And then, you know, then once you get the promotion built, uh, and you get people to opt in to that, what we call a bucket list, which is the people that are interested in that topic. Once the teleseminar series goes, then you send out a series of pre-plan, uh, pre-planned promotional emails. Uh, you go back to that launch list and you start promoting with early bird discounts, various bonuses for uh, early, uh, you know, early registration, and create some other incentives. Uh, to get people to opt into the program early. So you have you want to have a critical mass early on so that you know you've got enough revenue to launch the program and everything else is gravy. Uh, right. And then you just get residual sales along the way at higher incremental pricing as you get closer to the program.
0: Right, right, right. I'd like to pull one quick rider downer out of that that I think some people want to call cost, but I want to make sure we really catch this. There's a big emphasis in your five steps you just went through, uh, and let me just state those five steps real quick. Step one, create a landing page or some sort of fresh free offer that allows you to create some excitement around building a list, and that would, could be some kind of white paper or some kind of case study, but find something based on the work you've already done to generate something that's of immediate value to people who you would view as your ideal prospects and customers for this upcoming launch. Step right. two is if you've done something before like it or similar to it, you should be able to find a previous sales letter or a previous sales piece, and you can update that, you can rename it, you can change the products that it connects to, and things along those lines. Because I've seen the boot camp and the training program and the leadership programs you've done, that uh, they're kind of incremental, as you said, and they build upon each other, but you're not really reinventing the wheel each time. And I've seen many folks who do product launches or service launches they're not really necessarily creating something new, even if it says all new at the top, because it is their body of work, their passion, their knowledge, their wisdom, and their gifts. So that, so that I want to highlight right. that too for everybody, which is, chances are you don't really have to start from scratch. And then the next piece I liked is host a series of teleseminars. Your step three, host a series of teleseminars. Uh, I'm going to let people on this call in on a little secret. I call this series that we're listening to now that this call as part of the business boosting training Mm -hmm. programs with helpmywebsitesell.com. It's designed to boost your business, but it's also designed to boost my business because (laughs) there is nothing for list building like teleseminars. It just creates an energy. It creates an attraction. It creates a sense that there's something really happening here that gets people excited and gets them signing up to be on your list because you're going to give them something great. So you just do a great teleseminar and you really deliver. And then promoting those teleseminars, that's a great leverage point for getting people interested. You mentioned how you were able to hook into Chambers of Commerce. I find teleseminars are a great vehicle for me to launch and hook into other marketing streams because people get excited like, oh, I'd like to come to that or I'd like to tell people about that. Just, it, it just has a level of excitement to it that a special report doesn't, which is why your special report is typically step one in your process. Mm-hmm. And then step five in your process is once you've got all these things going and you're building your bucket list or your launch list, then th- those are the group of people who are most highly interested in this launch. So these are the ones you give – the pre-planned email sequence Too, you do the takeaway bonuses, uh, you do the, the sneak peeks, and you sort of create sort of an exclusive pre-community, because these are the people who are really interested in the topic, so you have more to say to them and they're more interested in hearing it. So you do some targeted email just to them. And I found through many product launches that I've overseen that the majority of the sales, even after they opened it to the whole list, really came from that bucket, because that's where you do your work. Right. Right. So before we jump into the part of this call that, to me, is going to be really exciting, uh, I mean, this other stuff excites me, obviously, but the part about your organization and your teams and how this can impact your product launches and your conversions, what have you, let me just ask you real quick. Way back when, uh, my company, this is, I mean, this is almost a nice age ago, we got you started with your current set of websites, WorkplaceCommunicationExpert.com and your first couple landing pages. Now, right. since then, you've more than tripled the size of your Internet marketing presence without our assistance at all. I mean, we have nothing to do with Skip Weisman and Speaks.com. And when I was preparing for this call and I went back and I did some quick re-research on you, I was finding websites I didn't even know existed. <laughs> I mean, you have so many of these. You've more than tripled it. Um, how did you do it?
1: Well, yeah, that's, that's funny. Thanks for noticing. There's probably some websites out there I've created I don't even remember I've done. There, 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 are, there are a number of them. Yeah. Uh, I have to go back to my hosting company, you know, hosting account, and look, look down through the list to, to remember them all. But, right. you know, obviously I couldn't have done this by myself originally. You know, I'm, I'm not that smart, and I never invested much time in in this whole web marketing thing until you and I got together, and I really have no interest in being a full-time web designer. I just want to, uh, right. you know, help business leaders, you know, improve workplace motivation and, and, and things like that. So, you know, when I told you about whenever it was a year and a half ago I wanted to get into this, You know, you offered to sort of give me some guidance and some training, and the best thing that I have that I still use as a resource, uh, virtually every time I do one of these things, is is this very simple set of videos that you created for me. Um, You know, each each one of the videos, which you may remember, is about uh, I think there's one or two that are around 10 minutes long, but most of them are anywhere from three to five minutes. And it explains in detail this step-by-step process that we're talking about, and I go through it from start to finish. Now, uh, you know, the first two or three times I would watch each video and follow the steps in the video step by step, and I'd have to watch each video to remind me of the process. But really, literally within two, three hours, I'd have this, the the site up, uh, ready to go, except for the copy. You know, and I have to go back and edit, you know, the copy and put the testimonials in for whatever particular program in but for the setup and the back end i literally followed your training videos you know one at a time and i've done it so much now i pretty much have it down i can do it almost without the videos every now and then i'll you know, i'll think i'm smarter than i am and i'll get ahead of myself and i may skip a step or forget <coughs> to click a button here or there and something will go wrong it won't look right Uh, and I just go back to the video segment that I need, and I fix the problem, and I move forward. So, you know, for the most part, I really do all of this on my own. It's sort of a hobby for me now, uh, and I can do it quick enough, and it's it's actually very rewarding (laughs) every time I'm able to do this. So um, at at some point, you know, uh, along the way, I actually do hand it off to a virtual assistant that has helped me to do some of the things, like upload video or... Or audio files for uh, for relay uh, replay replay pages, right? Uh, And maybe they help me with some of the formatting if something gets out of whack. So I don't have to try and bug you. But for the most part, you know, um, that that's how I do it. But I really come back to those training videos that have been a godsend. uh, You know, as far as just doing it very uh, precisely step by step, and it's. uh, Again, if I need it, I go back to it. And I, I watch a video. It takes three minutes, and I say, oh, that's right. I missed that step, and it's uh, it's easy to fix.
0: Right, 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 right. So we're about halfway through the call here, and uh, we're about to move into the second phase of what you have to share with us today. But real quick, um, a question for our, from our audience from Stacy in Honolulu. Stacy, I'm so glad you signed up for this. Uh, looking forward to our ongoing work together. Just real quick, uh, Stacy wants to know, what are some of the most successful products and websites you've launched? If you go back through this treasure trove of what you've created, what do you think are some of the most successful ones?
1: Oh, that's uh, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. One is uh, it's sort of a two-phase thing. One is called um, howtoimproveleadershipcommunication.com. That's a landing page where you can get my free white paper on what I call the seven deadliest sins of leadership and workplace communication. That's a white paper I wrote two years ago that has had, I'd say about 3000 people or so download. That's actually going to be coming my book at some point in the next 12 months. Right. And it's on the, yeah, it's on the seven biggest mistakes leaders and just employees make in the workplace with their communication. So that's sort of the landing page that is my list builder. If you go to WorkplaceCommunicationExpert.com, you can actually just subscribe to that that white paper there, but I also do a lot of other marketing to bring people to just that landing page itself, which is HowToImproveLeadershipCommunication.com, and that's my right. big list builder. Right. You know, what happens is everybody that goes into that autoresponder to get that white paper now becomes a candidate for my membership site, my membership product, that's called the Leadership Communication Mastery Series. Right. And that's the one that I'm halfway through the year right now. It's 10 months. It's one teleclass a month. And I've had probably 35 or 40 people subscribe to that. Um, and it's a really, relatively inexpensive program. I think it's like $300 for the year to subscribe to it. And But it's really my first big venture into this ongoing uh, membership site Type of work that's really been sustaining. Again, so it's not a big revenue generator for me, but it's been a nice little piece of business for this year, and it's it's relatively uh, low maintenance. I do one teleclass uh, training a month for those folks in the program, but that's probably been the most successful because it really shows the flow of how this process works by creating the original sort of list building product of that white paper, and then creating a specific product related to that white paper that people are interested in. Uh, right. And so that's been the most successful uh, one to date that I'm really excited about.
0: Right, right. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So now I'm going to get to a question that's burning on a number of people's minds, and this is something that I've seen in the marketplace way too often. In fact, certain companies even run commercials latching right off the same sentiment to sell their website services and things of that nature. So here's the thing. I hear entrepreneurs and business owners, I hear them complaining about all the reasons they just can't seem to get stuff done. You're doing it, and they're wondering why they can't. Mm -hmm. And they'll say things like, I hire people, they don't meet expectations. I've been ripped off by contractors. All web designers suck, boy, if I haven't heard (laughs) that one a hundred times, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, do you think communication or lack thereof may be playing some sort of role in causing this?
1: Uh, Well, I think everything comes down to communication. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, hiring people that don't meet expectations or getting ripped off by contractors or thinking all web designers suck, it comes down to communicating expectations early in the relationship. Sure. You know, I find so many business leaders are either unable or unwilling to have that frank, candid conversation at the beginning of the relationship. And they make assumptions basically about expectations that – that sometimes, or often, go unspoken. You know, you know, we make that assumption as to the way things are going to be or should be, and it's those unspoken expectations that get us in trouble. And we blame it on quote miscommunication, but it's not miscommunication. It's a lack of specific communication in setting expectations for the relationship at the very beginning of that relationship. And I have to tell you, Adam, I think one of the reasons why you and I are doing this call today. Is because of how well you communicated, you know, the expectations of the work we were going to do together at the outset. And I think I was pretty clear about what I wanted too. And we were we've right. been on the same page from the very beginning. And we just held each other, you know, accountable to what we needed to, to get done. Um, and you know, there's always some glitches in timing, but there was never anything that was so out of you know out of whack as far as the timing perspective. And we just checked in regularly and we had our benchmarks. But I, I think so many people, and you've probably seen this too, don't have those frank conversations at the beginning of the relationship, and that's where things go wrong. It always comes down, um, you know, to uh, to the communication thing. For one reason or another, maybe it's human nature or whatever. But the work I do is to try and limit those miscommunications uh, in my in my clients as much as possible.
0: Right, 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 right. Because I, I mean, I've seen it happen where entrepreneurs will bring on employees or virtual team members or something along those lines. And I, a trend I see myself, and you may agree or disagree with this, is they make a lot of broad expectations. I mean, that somebody is such an expert wizard something that they're just going to get it without any help whatsoever. Uh, unfortunately, this happened uh, three or four years ago. Um, we had a client once who thought that uh, – Taking a five-minute cell phone call and speaking in parables to us was going to communicate everything that they needed <laughs> on their entire project, and and uh, and it came back to over and over again. The theme kept coming up of well, we didn't know that's what you wanted, or we never had this communication, or right. you know, you know, and and also from an ownership perspective, from our end, it's like you know we you know didn't have the chance to ask this, or we didn't think to ask this, or something like that. But if they had the expectation that the entire project was going to go because they took a five minute cell phone call during a break at the conference they were at. They were pretty sorely mistaken because it's one thing, I mean you yourself I know that for your membership sites you use Wishlist Member and I know that one of our callers uh, Rick in Rochester, New York was asking some questions, and we've answered some of them. Uh, you know, you use WordPress to design your website. You use Optimized Press as a theme for your landing pages, and you have a custom-built theme for workplace communication experts you use a version of for your membership sites, and uh, you use Wishlist Member as the membership engine, obviously. And, I mean, there's a 100 different ways to do Wishlist Member, uh, but there's only one way that's going to work for Skip Weissman and one way that's going to work for Skip Weissman's list. So being able to communicate effectively with people who are supporting you to help you find what's going to work best for you because you have made yourself and your organization a machine for getting these launches done for getting these products going but it has to be a certain way where you can just put your hands on the levers shift them where you need them to go and off you run
1: yeah and it you know it all comes back to communication it's interesting you know the, the example you know the story that you just told you know i had a client uh, a couple of years ago who I was working with their whole staff, they had about 30 people on their staff, and sure. uh, one of their new hires came up to me and said, you know, I've been working here three weeks and I don't really know what my job is yet. I have a oh. desk and a phone, but nobody's given me any job description or expectations. I'm just running around asking other people if I can help them do something. <laughs> um, and I think those situations are more common than you may think. Um, People are not oriented or integrated into into the work environment or into the new job really as specifically as they need to be. Even on a new client project for for a web designer, but there's not a lot of those type of uh, in-depth, specific conversations with, uh, that that need to happen. And that's that's where the expectations, uh, you know, get get lost, uh, you know, really, you know, ra- rather quickly. Um, and then trust erodes. And then once you lose trust, it's tough to get it back.
0: Right, right, and 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 you lose trust and you lose enthusiasm, and the next thing you know, the people in your organization, whether they're your employees or your virtual team or what have you, they get to the point where they're just kind of going through the motions, phoning it in just enough so that you don't ask too many questions, and if it gets to some, uh, you know, come to the light moment about are they really doing their job, they can pull up just enough examples that says, that, yes, they're following the job description, so no, you can't get rid of me for negligence.
1: Yeah, right. And but that's just, different
0: than being truly involved.
1: Right, and they just stay just above the radar screen or whatever, and and uh, yeah, it's, it's not really helping productivity in, in a workplace, and it's it's really accepting mediocrity. And um, I did I saw a study recently that said 85% of Fortune 1,000 companies uh, employee motivation and engagement declined within the first six months of hire, and continued to decline thereafter right and that just tells me people are not having those type of conversations and once that happens you never get it back and it's got to be happening at small businesses as well because small businesses don't have the hr departments that might even be able to do an orientation or integration program for new hires and these people are just lost in the you know in the workplace before they even get started and that's a shame because there's there's some really great people that want to do a good job and uh, i always blame the leadership for not not communicating effectively.
0: Right, 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 right. A- absolutely. And it's one thing to say, "Well, your employees just need to ask," but maybe they feel that they can't.
1: Well, it's very intimidating to ask because exactly they feel like they should know, or they, you know, the impression they're being given by their superiors is, "Well, they should know," and so that sure. that impression, you know, people are not, you know, so inclined to to push back against or to show that maybe they're not as Competent or confident or whatever as people think they are. And so all this stuff goes unsaid and they do this dance and one person is expecting the other to say something and they never do. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, right, right,
0: right, right. So we have a lot of entrepreneurs, we have a lot of business owners who are on this call live, who are going to be listening to the replays, who are going to be reading the transcripts. We're going to be reaching more and more audience over time. And I know that a lot of people are going to have what really boils down to one very important question, which is what should they be doing to get their team, whether they're their employees or their virtual team members or both or what have you, on board. So if they're employees, they become the employer of choice that they never want to leave. Or if they're virtual team members, because when you have virtual team members, very rarely are you that person's only client, but right. you want to be their favorite client because they're always going to put their favorite client first. So what do you need to be doing to make you the employer of choice or the favorite client?
1: That's a great question, and I think it's a relatively simple answer, and it really, you know, people like people and want to be around people that exude confidence and know where they're going. So the first thing I would say is decide on what success looks like in the relationship. You know, articulate that, and then you you may have to negotiate a little bit on both sides to agree on what the end result is you're after. Um, But if you're clear on what you want, uh, you know, that's very attractive, and people want to be around people like that. So I find oftentimes business owners, if they're solo entrepreneurs, if you, even if they have a big a big company, they have trouble articulating what it is they want, you know, what the end result is you're after, what this relationship is going to look like if it was the ideal relationship. Let's start with that. So create that, um, because when you do, then you have something to measure against moving forward, and you can consistently give each other feedback and make adjustments along the way to stay on, on track. I mean at the highest, uh, you know, end of things, what I do is I call this thing the championship game vision that every company or organization should have. It's very clear. It's also very inspiring. It's a place, you know, the business owner wants the company to get to. And you can have it on that big 30,000-foot view of where you want the company to go to. Or, like I said with our relationship, you know, when we started, we were very clear on what the end result was and how we were going to work together. And so you have to have that uh, I call it the championship game vision is just like being a professional baseball team which many people know or may not know is my background my first 20 years I spent in baseball. And so if it's the first day of training camp for you know for spring training for a baseball team everybody knows we want to get to the World Series. That's our vision. Yeah, it's very inspiring to everybody on that team. Yeah, we need to have that. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is I find too many employers or even subcontractor situations just have you know like a basic job description and it 's a list of tasks and responsibilities for getting stuff done but that stuff is not phrased or couched in a way that really defines specific measurable results and outcomes so the assessment of job success becomes sort of amorphous and vague and ambiguous and you know it 's Difficult to debate from two different perspectives and points of view. It just, you can't get your hands around it. And so then too much time is wasted watching the clock or how many hours somebody is putting into the effort, who's, you know, wondering who's goofing off or taking too long a lunch break or playing on the Internet sure. because they have to justify someone's pay based on hours or time instead of judging it based on quantifiable, measurable results. That we both agree on is reasonable for the position that uh, you know that we're working together on. Um, when you focus on it from that perspective, you focus on results. You can manage, uh, you know, performance much more consistently. It's much more positive because everybody knows you know, where you're going together um, and what the expectations are. So it comes back full circle back to the expectations we first started talking about. (laughs) Um, And when you're clear on those two things, I think it really creates an empowered and engaging workforce because people want to contribute at a high level. Most people want to do a good job, and they lose that somewhere along the way because of uh, poor communication and expectations uh, put forth.
0: Right, right, right. And I'd like to, I'd like to pull something out of your point number two, particularly when it comes to launching a product or launching a service, particularly if it's one of your bigger launches where you have a big launch list, a big bucket list, lots of publicity, and you know that when you open the doors of this thing and tell people to whip out their credit cards and Mm -hmm. start paying, that you're going to have a stampede coming on. It's not only people buying or people signing up for your program or anything like that, it's also people are going to have a lot of questions or you're going to discover That your customers notice things or your customers are asking about things that you may have never even thought of, no matter how much you planned the damn thing Mm -hmm. to begin with. And I think when you have a difference between people understanding their list of tasks and their list of responsibilities – Versus having the buy-in and having the enthusiasm and having the alignment with the goals of the business of the launch or what have you, they're going to be in a better position to help those customers because, I mean, I've seen it in other product launches I've coordinated that all of a sudden the customer starts asking these other questions and, uh, sometimes the the person in charge of the customer service will know the answer, which is great. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll be able to figure out the answer based on past experiences because they've been there a while and they know how right. that client thinks, so they think, okay, well, uh, I know exactly what the client's going to say, so I'm just going to go ahead and do this, and they also have the relationship with that client where they know that the client would look to them and say, that's great, uh, you read mm-hmm. my mind, that's awesome, that's why I value you so much, or they'd say, or, or rather than look for a way to drop the hammer, if the person guessed incorrectly, mm-hmm. they would say, you know, I understand why you probably thought that was the right answer, but there, there's something else too. this, let me just explain this to you real quick, and then it's like, oh, okay. But there's no blame, yep. there's no harm, no foul. It's just, it's just, and it kind of references back to that. Yeah, you've been here a while. You know how this works. You know how I think. I know how you think. I understand why you arrived at that conclusion. I'm not necessarily saying you did anything incorrect. It's not what I was hoping for. And perhaps, uh, perhaps there's more we need to know here. So let me just share this with you. So that comes up too. And just in general, you find that when you're doing launches, you need people. To feel connected enough to the vision of what's going on and yep. the importance of what's going on, that they're they're going to be able to think on their own. Some.
1: Yeah, because exactly. You're, one of the and things, you're things not going you to, have to time encourage to all that these
0: glitches. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you want to encourage that too. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, when they are off or they do make something that may be a little mistake that's not, they may maybe not even a mistake, but just do something different from the way you would do it. Usually, people get you know, their hand slapped or their wrist slapped. Right. And it, it, and it stifles that opportunity for them to step up and, and want to contribute, and I think we have to be careful with that.
0: Right, 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 right. So I think that all these things really play into how we can accelerate product launches, how we can do more product launches, because there's a ramp up, and there's the actual launch, and then there's the live part of the launch, and then there's... Sometimes there's the step down from the launch, and then there's Mm -hmm. the, we have all these new customers, now we need to serve them effectively and deliver what we promised and over-deliver and blow them away so they'll be lined up at the door next time we do a launch. Because that's the other thing you need to think about when you're doing a product launch. You need to think about not only this launch, but you need to think about your next launch. Because I uh, I, I have a client where I oversee all their product launches, and I see the sales reports, and I see the same names. On those sales reports over and over again. In fact, uh, it's gotten to the point where I can run bets with the with my clients and/or their customer service manager, and I can say I can just rattle ten names off the top of my head, and I'll say I bet you six of them buy within the first 60 minutes. Hmm. I'm usually I'm usually close. Uh, that I mean, that that tells you something that once you get this mindset of how you use organizational communication effectiveness to drive your product launches and drive your business. How you can really accelerate this because again, you know, you think about one product launch. You're not going to do one product launch and then that's it. You're not going to retire off your next product. You're not going to retire off your next service. What you're building is a business. You're building a foundation. You're building the mansion starting from the bottom and working your way up so that you have a business that sort of like yours can become a perpetual launch machine. You want to do a new program? You do a new program. You want to do a new Landing page. You want to do a new landing page? Uh, you and I are in the same place. You want to do a teleseminar? Hell, we do a teleseminar. We're not having to reinvent the wheel every time. We got this going, and you, know, you have people who support you, and I have people who support me because I can't do all that stuff by myself. I can't do a lot of it by myself. That would be asking way too much. I have, I have a number of people. Uh, I mean, I have designers who handle all the aesthetics. I have my own customer service who handles all the questions that come up, who helps me test things to make sure they. Work. Um, I know my systems and I know how they work, so I can make quick judgments on what's the best way to make this function technically. And I have folks who curate some of my social media properties who not only know what to promote, but they can usually make educated guesses about where my priorities are. Hmm. And yeah. if they feel they're stumped, they can run it by me. And if they make a judgment call, them thinking, eh, this wasn't quite what I had in mind," I know to say. Something like I mentioned a few minutes ago, which is, yeah, you know, I see. I kind of see where you're coming from, and I, and I think based on your knowledge of me and my knowledge of you that you suspected this is where I'd want to go, but really this is what I have in mind. And they'll say, oh, cool. And then ten minutes later, they have this fresh new idea for me, which is the mm-hmm. other good part. When you have people truly bought in, they'll take right. what I had to say, not as a criticism, but as an opportunity, and then they can come back and say, okay, well, since you want to do it this way, here's what I have in mind. And I'll typically say, well, great do it. Right. Get to me more things. So altogether, I think that we've seen how a lot of this helps folks get their projects done and their launches moving a lot faster. So we have about uh, seven minutes left on this call, and uh, I know we've uh, had the opportunity to answer directly or indirectly uh, most of the questions that people posted when they signed up for the call. There are a couple things that we touched on very briefly. There are some that we did very directly but I think we covered most of it so what I'd like to say at this point Skip is this is really awesome stuff you've given us and first of all I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending time with us today this is very
1: big well thanks for having me it's been uh, it's been really exciting to to share this because again it's just like you know the more you share it the more you talk about it you know uh, I think the better I'm going to get at it and because uh, and you know, when you teach something you, you learn it even even deeper so I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to share this with everybody
0: Right, 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 right. And for those of you who've hung in there since the very beginning, um, I wanted to say a little bit more about Skip at the very beginning of the call. But at the same time, I wanted to just jump in here. So I kind of uh, forgot to tell you a little bit about Skip here. So let me just do this right now. Uh, since October of 2001, so we're looking at uh, going on 11 years now. Uh, Skip, yep. you've been working with the owners and C-level executives of small to medium-sized companies as well as some not-for-profit agencies to improve their ability to lead the organization using some of the concepts you've touched on over the past 20 minutes or so. Now, I've seen your work. It's helped organizational leaders improve their own leadership communication and interpersonal communication through their work environments, um, transform teamwork, engagement, employee morale and motivation, and really help generate some high-performance and transformational results For your clients. I've seen your testimonials. I've seen some of your case studies. I know that what you do works. In fact, I have attended some of your teleseminars. Mm -hmm. You and I are in different markets. We're in different businesses. That's that's a fact. But I can tell you I've sat on some of your teleseminars and I've pulled a few writer downers out that I've been able to use for my business that I've applied either directly or in some cases indirectly because you just really got my mind thinking about a few things like, aha, that's great. So I'm like if at all possible, and I think you have some things in mind, uh, since I've been able to learn from you and we've all had the opportunity to learn from you today, uh, is there anything out there that you can offer to help everybody who's on our call today who may want to take the next step in this direction?
1: Well, yeah, I would like to offer something as a thank you to you and, and all the subscribers who were investing time with us today. You know, I thought I would uh, sort of build on what we talked about today, I gave a couple of tidbits of, of the work I do, but what I've decided to do is create a special webinar uh, in teleclass uh, on July 31st, which is basically two weeks from today, uh, right. and it's called Avoiding the Five Critical Mistakes of Small Business Leadership, and right. we're, we're going to go deep into the five biggest mistakes I've found my clients making during my coaching and consulting projects with them that really, once we dive in and, and share, shift those five critical mistakes, they can really improve bottom-line performance. Um, and it really is about how they communicate in five very different contexts of running their business. And whether you're running a business as a solo entrepreneur and you need to engage, you know, as you said, your, your subcontractors and the people you need to get things done or your virtual people, um, or if you have real employees, um, these five mistakes are going to show up consistently consistently. Um, in virtually every small business and and even not-for-profit agencies. So um, I'd like to invite everybody to go to um, uh, a website, which is, if you go to the website, you can see one of these landing pages that I've launched. So this is a great example of what we talked about in the first half of the call um, to register for this free teleseminar. Uh, That's in in webinar. It's going to be my gift to everybody. Um, It's called championbusinessleadership.com www.championbusinessleadership.com forward slash homie, H-O-M-M-E-Y in honor of Adam. Ah. Yeah, so I thought you'd like that. Thank and, you. And you go to that webpage and you can enroll in the webinar on the Avoiding the Five Critical Mistakes of Small Business Leadership absolutely free. Um and again, that, that webpage took me maybe, you know, up at most two hours to to complete, probably you know an hour and a half after uh, after it was all said and done, um, and you can see the work that I've done, the work that we're talking about as far as the creating these landing pages, and then you get the bonus of actually uh, learning about the five critical mistakes small business leaders are making, uh, and uh, hopefully turn around or grab some nuggets to. To improve your business moving forward with your people, and that will also come with a white paper report that will supplement it. That uh, will be available the day of the uh, day of the webinar once I get it written this week.
0: Awesome. So, avoiding the five critical mistakes of small business leadership at www.championbusinessleadership.com forward slash homie spelled H-O-M-M-E. Why? I'm looking at the page right now. I can tell you that this is using Optimized Press. I recognize the little animated arrow pointing down to the opt-in box. I
1: love that and animated I, arrow.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah. And I found that that works well for conversions as well. We use the animated arrow a lot of times, and we find that it really helps. Uh, there are a number of arrows that come with Optimized Press. But uh, just a real quick conversion tip for everybody, since sometimes you can't always get the full opt-in box into your first monitor view, so to speak, or the first scroll, if you have an arrow that points down, especially this animated arrow that Optimized Press just gives you as part of the template, it really kind of draws the eyes so they see if there's an action they need to take. You have a very simple opt-in form here. People can sign up. And I also like how you use the sidebar to drag in some widgets and get some testimonials in there. That's really great, too. So, folks, really check this out. I really want you to sign up for this. Uh, for this event that Skip's doing on July 31st, uh, please do so. You're going to learn a lot from Skip. And just check out the layout of the page while you're there. And And I can tell you probably did this in what? I mean, aside from getting the DNS and the hosting and all that other fun techie stuff done, you probably spent maybe, what, 30, 45 minutes putting this all together?
1: Yeah, yeah, at the most.
0: Right, 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 right. So so that's really a big piece of what we want you to we want everybody to see on this call is we go through and we and we develop these systems and help you so that you can do more product launches and do more service launches and not be so hamstrung in growing your business because really with business, as I said before, there is very rarely one magic key that you're gonna put in the lock and turn one time and your business is gonna mm-hmm. be set for life. It's just that snowball effect and skip i mean I've, I've watched you since you switched everything over to workplacecommunicationexpert.com i think about a year and a half ago and just seeing how your business has just steadily and incrementally grown and a big piece of it is just your ability to constantly have new offers new opportunities new programs new products and get them out quickly so that there's so much you're offering that at some point you're just going to have opportunities for so many people on your list and i think that is so critical so any final we have about one minute left so any final words before we break off
1: you know i just like to reinforce the fact that uh, this is not as uh, daunting or as intimidating as you might think going into it Uh, it was for me initially but the fact that uh, i've been able to see how easy and simple uh, wordpress and optimized press makes it and you know, with a couple of training videos from Adam, that's all you need. You're all set. It makes it really simple, and you can be up and running. You know, within, you know, with DNS transfer within two hours of any of these web pages, and it's it's actually become a nice little hobby for me that I enjoy doing them.
0: Well, uh, you probably enjoy it a little bit more than I do, but the beauty is the beauty is that you can do this very fast, and you've said yourself, you don't have a huge team of people around you, and you don't have to rely on people all the time. I mean, for bigger things, I know you bring people in, and I know you have a range of virtual assistants to help you with some things that really just are not your expertise, not your skill, and really not worth your time, but also you have the ability just because you have the knowledge, and you have the passion, and you have the experience just from practicing so much. I think is a very critical point, that you can do these launches much faster and better than many other people. So let me just say, Skip, thank you so much for coming and sharing your insights. I trust that there are at least a few rider-downers that people have captured, and, and we've been able to inspire some people to take something that's been sitting on their shelf that they've been just trying to figure out, well, how the heck did I do that? And uh, and go ahead and do it. Uh yeah, and anybody who has any questions about this of course, you know, contact Skip at his website if you want to speak about the organizational communication issues and if you have any questions for me about some of the technical side of this and how we use systems to get these done from the implementation perspective. Of course, come to my website at www.helpmywebsitecell.com. I love hearing your questions, and if you ask me something that's really good and really techy, I might even use it for one of those Tuesday technology tips, of which we've uh, featured Skip in a few times. So Skip, once again, from the bottom of my heart, and on behalf of the entire helpmywebsitecell.com community, thank you.
1: Thank you, Adam. Talk to you later.
0: All right, you guys, have a great afternoon. Thank you very much. See you.
1: Hi, everybody.